2: You're listening to Stumps, your weekly update for everything
0: cricket. Simon O'Donnell and Nims Azor are with you, and the Women's Ashes start tomorrow. We've got on the line someone who I'm pretty sure got their baggy green before their pea plates.
2: I remember <laughs> talking to Elise Perry, yeah, on the cricket show. I, I, I think she'd played her first year, so we're going back. Ooh, long time. Elise Perry joins us. G'day, Elise. How are you? <laughs>
1: Hello, guys. I'm well. I've got a bit of a complex about my age now, but um, <laughs> <laughs> besides
0: that, I'm good.
2: Actually, don't you worry too much, Elise. I was just thinking about mine. I thought, oh, I shouldn't have even said that.
0: <laughs> don't worry, Elise. And now, just just quickly, too, um what did you get first? Did mm-hmm. you get your pea plates first, or did you get your first uh, call-up with the baggy green?
1: Ooh. Um, I think I would have had my l's
0: when
1: I started playing
0: for Australia. <laughs> Jeez, I'll tell you what. Uh, but you know what? You've got you've got the first one-day international tomorrow, and uh, the thing was, there was no warm-up mm. games because obviously the weather up in Brisbane has been rather mm. horrible. But you girls had an intra-squad hit out. Uh, aside from the WNCL games heading into the uh, into the ashes, do you reckon that's affected mm. your performance since you haven't been able to get to get together as a squad?
1: Um, oh, I don't think so We've we've sort of all had really good Pre-seasons um, in our home states And before that the World Cup So yeah, really girls have had Probably about four weeks off cricket this year, and that's it, and the rest of the time they've been playing or preparing so um you know all the girls that are in the squad- pre- performed really well in the the first round of w n c l e this year. and then as you said, the weather hasn't been too kind to us up in Brisbane, I'm actually just looking outside our window at a pretty bleak old day again today, but you know we've had a little bit of a chance that to um, be on turf during this week. We had a good hit out yesterday, importantly, and got 50 overs in. So um, I, I think, actually, there's a real sense of calm around the group and, and not too much of we'll a worry about what the weather's done for us this week because we've had such a good lead-in. So, um, yeah, it's frustrating, but you can't really do anything about it. And I think, you know, given that we've... We've had a good um, prep um, mm-hmm. for the last couple of months, it's fine. Whereas I suppose in some senses England have sort of had to come from pretty bad weather to a more bad weather over <laughs> here, so it's probably affected their preparations a little bit more.
2: least you mentioned the World Cup earlier and Australia didn't uh, reach the expected heights that you wanted mm-hmm. during that series. How have you addressed that leading into here or have you addressed it or just left it in the... Uh, in the back room and said no let's get on and be positive and, and look to the future
1: Yeah we had a, a camp as a squad about a month ago and um, we addressed it there and, and had a couple of really good sessions I, I guess just the Debrief it and um, you know really pick out what the crucial things were that went wrong and then how we're going to rectify them and um, you know I, th- I think since then we've sort of parked the World Cup itself but really focused on on just improving those things that are, are going to you know make our performance a lot better so I think it was a really good thing in a lot of ways it sort of sharpened our focus and focus and given us a really a good idea of what we need to do to be better and consistent um, you know and, and beat. You know, the best teams in the world and, and England are that at the moment. So, um, yeah, it, it was good for us in a lot of ways, and I think everyone's now really excited to. To host, be hosting them here in Australia in our conditions, and um, I guess hopefully making them really uncomfortable and yeah, playing some some really good cricket.
0: Elise, one of the things that's really fascinating about the Women's Ashes is it's done. It's decided mm. on a points format with four to the winner of the Test match, two for the one day and Twenty Twenty. But uh, you've got three, mm. you've got three one days, then a day night Test, then three Twenty Twenties mm. in this in a very short time frame. How does chopping and changing between you know white ball and red ball format? Especially actually no, this will be a pink ball because you got a day night test on November 9th.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I really love it actually. I think all the girls have, have really enjoyed the challenge of this series. It's very unique. Um, you know, we don't play it in any other series against anyone else. So um I think it's this will be the fourth or fifth time that we've done it. Um and it yeah, as I said, I think the challenge is, is quite big because you've got to um I guess, transition between the formats so quickly. Um, you know, often the squad doesn't change too much because, um, you know, in reality, women's cricket's played mostly in limited overs format. So the test match is probably the biggest challenge for, for each side because adjusting to that and playing that um, is quite tricky in amongst all the limited overs cricket we play, but um, it's, uh, yeah, I think I love it because it's such a true test of of the team's ability and, and consistency, and you've kind of got no chance to slip up because, um, yeah, it all k- keeps rolling on. So, uh, it's a great great concept, and it's really worked well for us.
2: Is there a, a part of or one of one of those three forms of the game, at least, that you think the Australians are better than um, in, in one than the other? And, and also, same question with England: do you, do you think England are a better one-day team? Test team or 2020
1: team? Um, yeah, it's really Hard to comment on the test side of things because We don't play it often enough and We only play against one another, you know Once every couple of years, so In a lot of senses, I think That that sort of just comes down to each match And, and basically who who plays The best there, but in the limited over stuff, I think you know we've been really consistent with the one day format in the last couple of years, and you know by the World Cup we've sort of been the form team mm-hmm. um over the last few years um and you know in the t twenty side of things, I think because it's that short format you know you see a lot of a lot of um matches go different ways because I think it brings teams closer together. So, um, you know, for all intents and purposes, I think we're really, really evenly matched. And I think history would show that over the last five years in terms of the the win-loss record between the two sides. It's so close all the time.
0: At uh, least one thing that I, I do want to mention is the fact that there's so many me- uh, members of the New South Wales Breakers who you you know play for within uh, the WNCL. <laughs> Obviously, Rachel Haynes the new captain of uh, Australia. Captain's the Breakers, but you also mm-hmm. got uh, you know Alex Blackwell, Alyssa Healy, who also are in tremendous form. The, the fact that you guys um, yes you, you do go state versus state, but when you guys are a kind of tight units um, together when you're playing WNCL. And sort of each team would be like that. Do you all come together as one? And because you've played together so seamlessly beforehand, does it all mesh together as one? Or is there a kind of thing where you got to sort of say to yourself, oh, geez, okay, got the green and gold on now, not playing for the breakers?
1: <laughs> Take my blue glasses off. Yeah. Um, no, not so much. Um, I think we've actually had really quite a um, consistent group of players in the Australian setup, probably for the last five or six years now. We've all played a lot of cricket together and um whilst as a New South Welshman it's really nice to have a number of teammates in the Australian setup. I think once you come together um we all kind of gel really well with with each other because we know each other so well and um we spend a lot of time in camps as well Mm -hmm. um especially up here in Brisbane with the National Cricket Centre and um you know we get together really regularly during the year so yeah I'd, I'd we never really look at it like that, but um, I, I guess when the squad's named, it's always nice when, when there's a number of uh, New
2: South Wales players in it. <laughs> Elise, um, <laughs> Meg Lanning has been such an influence on women's cricket right around the world, and in particular the Australian team. You've played with her for a long time. Mm. She's out injured. Will she have a role during mm. this Ashes with the squad? Uh,
1: yeah, good question. I'm sure um, she'll pop in and... In, into the the squad at different times. I think probably for her at the moment, her biggest concern and um, yeah, you know, efforts are, are being put into her rehab because you know, we'd love to have her back as soon as, as possible. And I think a large part of, you know, her priorities is, is getting her shoulder right. Um, but yeah, I think we'll, we'll certainly have her round. I mean, obviously she's the regular captain of the team as well and has a huge role to play on and off the field. So yeah i think she'll pop up. I'm not really sure when to be honest, and you know she's normally pretty busy doing player appearances and all that kind of stuff too, so I'm sure she's been put under the pump with that so um yeah she was up with our camp um a month or so ago, and I know she's um you yeah, know really looking to hopefully be fit um, as soon as she can so Yeah, I'm not sure
0: when Meg will be around, but I'm sure she will be. Well, Elisa, one last question before I let you go. Mm -hmm. And um, Jodie Hicks uh, of the Sydney Sixers was recently in the news (laughs) because she was lucky enough to be uh, drafted by the GWS Giants to play in the AFLW. Now, Simon O'Donnell has played uh, cricket and football at the elite level. You've played uh, cricket and soccer at the very elite level. it's great to see young Jodie Hicks uh, do the same thing. Um, How much advice did she ask from you uh, when when she was making this decision? (laughs)
1: Uh, we chatted a little bit. I think, to be honest, Jodie's a, um, a very talented young girl. and um, you know I've seen her play a little bit of AFL, and she's very, very good at that. And she's absolutely wonderful to have around the Sydney Sixes set up as well. So um, I think when she was speaking about it, um, yeah, myself, but also I think everyone in, in the team, and especially our coach Ben Sawyer, was really keen for her to have a go at both sports. And if she got the opportunity through the draft to be picked up in one of those sides, um yeah, to, to definitely jump at it. And um, I think we were really excited. We've been texting her and saying we'll definitely try and come along to a few GWS matches throughout the AFLW season, even though I'm a Swan supporter. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm happy to support the Western the Sydney girls um, in the competition. So, yeah, it's really nice to see her doing that. And, um, yeah, I guess more broadly speaking, the amount of opportunities there are now for elite female athletes across so many sports um it's just tremendous and it's so nice to see so yeah i'm really excited for jody and um looking forward to the summer
0: great stuff well elise we thank you so much for joining us here on stump this morning best of luck in the women's ashes and hopefully uh, we'll come back still holding that urn at the end of it
1: <laughs> yeah thanks guys It's been a great challenge for us but uh yeah i really happy to, to do well so it should be great